Welcome to the Whistle Way Podcast. My name is Kyle Whistle, your host with Whistle Realty Group and EXP Realty in San Diego. And I am Brian Kochi, the Director of Media here at Whistle Realty Group. The goal of the show is to give you the tools, techniques, and tactics to go out there and crush it in your business, whether that be mortgage, real estate, or really just any business out there. And the way that we like to do that is to answer the questions that you have for us if you ever have a question, you can always go to thewhistleway.com. You can ask us questions, join our uh, email newsletter and referral list. You can subscribe to the podcast and YouTube channel, and you can get details on our upcoming Media Mayor Mastermind events, both the live and uh, virtual versions of the event. So thewhistleway.com. Uh, if you enjoy the show today, if you are watching on YouTube, make sure to hit that thumbs up button, let YouTube know you're enjoying the show. Also, hit the um, subscribe button and the little notification bell so you get updated when we release future episodes of the show. And if you are listening on a podcast platform, if you could hook us up with a review when you're done today, we would really appreciate that a lot. Yes. With that said, what are we doing today, Brian? God, I'm so, we just need to record you saying that so that way, if you're not here, I can just play it. Um, today, we had a question from Susan Estrada in the group. Um, and today, we're going to spend the whole episode talking about a tool that we use and have integrated into our business very well. Um, so Susan asked, uh, on a previous podcast, you spoke about what you use for communication within the team. We couldn't find that podcast, but we've talked about this before, but in snippets. I don't think it's been the focus Correct. of the podcast. I think it's been mentioned in podcasts. She says, right now we're texting and the phone never, ever stops. So how do we, what do we use for internal communication at Wiss Realty Group? Carrier pigeons. The phone never stop, starts. Yeah. We got a lot of pigeons. Yep. You got to be able to get off your phone sometimes. So we just go carrier pigeon. We have to pay for uh, weekly car washes from the company. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So we were in a very, very similar boat at a previous point where we used to have text conversations. We also had, I think we we're using Google chat. Yep for conversations. Then there were like Facebook messenger conversations yep. and then there were Instagram DM conversations and it was a straight up shit show. Um, the problem was you'd have like a piece of a conversation that was in text. Then like the next time you talked about that same thing, it was via like chat. And then the next time it was via like messenger. It was just a total, total shit show. Um, and so we needed to get away from that because the conversations were all over the place. And then you have your like missing client text because you've got like agent texts that are coming in. So there was no separation between where do I talk to my clients and where do I talk to my team? Um, so it was all mixed together. So that was a huge issue that we were running into. Um, the other really big issue that we were running into was that we uh, utilized a single Facebook group for our internal um, kind of intranet is what you know it used to be called i don't think people use that word so much anymore but our you know internal communication system um where we would post events where we would share information and and post updates about what's going on in the company and, and all of memes. those things and memes yeah and that was all going into a single facebook group which there's two primary issues there one you're effectively forcing your agents to go on facebook well there's a lot of time sucking vampires on facebook like Facebook is literally built an algorithm to try to suck you in as long as humanly possible. And you're encouraging or effectively forcing your agents to go on a time-sucking vampire. Like that's a very, very, very bad idea. Because before you know it, an hour's gone and they've watched a bunch of cat videos and, 
and you know, I go to YouTube for that <laughs> and a lot of dumb shit on there. Yeah. Um, and you just sucked up an hour of your agent's time unnecessarily. So that's the first problem with the Facebook group. The second problem is you don't have separation where there's a single Facebook group where half the posts are completely irrelevant to a lot of the members of your company. Like, does the person who does your finances really care about like the script to overcome um, an objection about you know somebody losing their job? Like, does your finance person care about that conversation? They they could not care less. And on the flip side, does the agent who just figured out how to overcome that objection do they really care about like which payroll system we're using for our employees? And is this like a paid day off or? you know, our virtual assistants, like, do you think that the agents give a damn about that conversation, right? So what you're doing when you have a single Facebook group is you're forcing people to have to endure these conversations that are irrelevant to them. And as a result, they pay less attention because they just start to assume that all of the conversations are irrelevant to them. So they just ignore them. Yeah. So it's hard to filter. So, so what did we when we were looking into a solution, we looked into a couple different options. What do we look into? Um, Google seems like they've always been trying to do something in this space. They've just never been able to put it together, much like they've all tried to come up with like a Facebook competitor and just haven't. I mean, these guys are freaking called? smart. Uh, Google. Google Plus was the last one. Yeah. And then they had a Google Wave. They've had all kinds of iterations. They've just never been able to make anything stick. Um, same thing with this, which is surprising, being that like almost all companies run on G Suite that you haven't figured it out, which there's another version that's out now called Workspaces, which they're trying to infiltrate. We'll see if which they can get it together. our COO is Google over. He loves it. Oh, he's a Google guy. He's got an Android. He's just, <laughs> do you even trust somebody with an Android? Like, oh, people with Android scare me. <laughs> um, I can't so, wait for you go, to go back to Android. Yeah. It's going to make my day. I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm an Apple guy, but I want you to see, I want to see you go back. But. Good luck. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Um, so we dabbled in Google's, you know, ad hoc solution that they had. Uh, we tried using like GroupMe and some of these things that could like make multiple group text conversations. And if everybody's on iPhone, it's a little easier because you can add and subtract people from conversations. Um, but if you have, as soon as you have one Android, it screws that up. So then you can use like a GroupMe um, to segment out and have different conversations. Um, we tried Slack, which Slack has some really cool things, um, but it also has a really high uh, learning curve to it. It's not quick and easy. Like it's, it is just, there's a lot of things that are not very intuitive. And even being somebody who literally started hacking computers at 10 years old, if I have trouble figuring out how to use something, I can only imagine how hard that's gonna be for somebody who is, having trouble just logging into their email account. So to like force somebody to use something that I personally struggle with just doesn't make sense to me. It's, I don't like things that have high learning curves on them. I want things that are easy, a very low bar, easy to figure out. And so we tried Slack and Slack has some really cool things. It integrates far better than what we do use um, with outside solutions. But the learning curve is really, really tough. The cost is uh, pretty substantial. A lot of people are like, oh, we got Slack. We're using the free version. Cool. But the free version only saves so many messages. When we tried Slack, we literally ran out of the messages that were free within like three weeks. 
because yeah. we do that much messaging in the system. Um, something where I run out of messages in three weeks is not going to fly. That means I don't have any kind of a history or a paper trail where if there's an issue with something, I could just, I want to be able to go back and find that message and I can't. So the cost per user on Slack is on the high side. Um, so what we ended up going with was a product that's made by Facebook, but it is a private Facebook for your company called Workplace. And so we've been on that for probably five or six years. Yeah, probably about that. Yeah, we got on it pretty early on back when it used to be free. Um, and so loved right a free solution versus the Slack solution, which is really not free if you want like a fully functioning system. So we ran on it for free for you know six years probably. Um, and even now today, it's like four bucks a user versus I think seven or eight bucks a user. So it's about half the cost of Slack. Um, and the biggest thing that we loved with this system is that it's Facebook. It literally is Facebook. It's just a private Facebook without all the bullshit. So the benefit of it is it's very easy to use because everybody already knows how to use Facebook. So if you know how to use Facebook, you know how to use Workplace. We don't have to teach anybody anything. Like it's that simple. Um, so I love that it has that quick, easy learning curve. And then the other things that I like is that we can now have different groups. So we have an admin group. We have a open house group. We have a listing group. We have a vendors group. We have a team group. We have all of these different groups and important info groups so we can push important messages out to the team. Like Now we can segment out the communication to make sure that the communication is relevant to the audience. And one of the things that I think Facebook offered that the other ones didn't offer um, is it solved two of our problems. One, our communication between each other. We can chat just like you would in Facebook Messenger. They have Workplace Messenger. But two, it, it solved like what you're talking about now is the hub, the, the knowledge library, the, the place where you can post and in different groups. So we can have chats that have everyone in a group in our I'm making it complicated. There's basically two features of it. There's just like you have on your phone, you have Facebook the app and Messenger the app. We have Workplace the app and Workplace Thanks. Messenger the app. Um, and so we can chat and we can post. So it's funny because this literally came up today. How do you teach people or, or what is the differentiation? What goes in chat and what goes in a post? For sure. So the way that we uh, teach our team is that if the message is going to be relevant to others one month from today, then it should be posted into a group. So um, things like that are... Would be like, who's got a good plumber? I was going to say vendors. That's a great post. Objection It's going to be handlers. relevant a month from now because somebody else is going to be looking for a good plumber. And now they could go in, they could type in plumber, and it's like, oh, cool. We actually have a list of plumbers that are good. Um, or it could be, you know, how does the foreclosure process work in San Diego? Well... That is a really good question a month from now. What's not a good you know, post, so if it's not gonna be relevant a month from now, we want that to be chatted. So something that's not gonna be relevant from now is like, hey, who can help me out with a showing tomorrow? Like that doesn't need to be a post because that's irrelevant a month from now. So now when I go to search inside of Workplace about things, that post about who can show something for me tomorrow is gonna get caught in there and it's just gonna clog up that you know, search results unnecessarily. So we want to keep chats in chats. We want to keep post and post, not mix them. Because the other problem is if you have people posting things that could be relevant a month from now in chats, you end up with too many chats happening and then people just tune out because it's overwhelming. 
Plus, if you have too many questions getting asked in chat that are, would be relevant a month from now, now you get two or three conversations happening simultaneously and it gets really noisy and it's hard to see who's replying to what conversation. So people just tune out. Whereas if they were in post within groups, then inside of there, there's threaded conversations. So we know that like all of these responses are to this question. Um, so it makes it a lot easier to find the information that you're looking for. One of the things that you mentioned earlier on, and I want to touch on real quick, is you were getting to the point where people were, your agents were texting you, your clients were texting you, your friends and family were texting you. We actually have, we, we have another solution for that. So now we've talked about the team is all in workplace. Mm -hmm. um, all the stuff with your clients is all in follow up us. Yeah. So what's great is my texting is really just friends and family, nothing else. Um, texting is purely friends and family. And then all work communications is in workplace chat. And then all um, client conversations are in follow-up boss. So now each one has their own distinct place, um, which is great. The one thing I want to make sure we add on the workplace chat is that now, even after an agent leaves the company, I could still go back and search like the entire history, every conversation that I've had with that agent, all their posts stay in there. Um, so we still have access to all of that stuff after the fact. We can go back if somebody's like, oh, well, you told me to do this. I can actually go back and find the conversation. Now I don't have to be like, well, where did we have that conversation? Did we have that conversation in a text or was it in a chat or was it here or was it here? Or was it? We don't have that anymore. All conversations happen inside of workplace chat now. So it's a lot easier to find stuff. If I have an agent, sometimes newer agents just need a little uh, reinforcement of what they're supposed to be doing. So if an agent chats, uh, texts me a question on my cell phone, I will copy that question into workplace chat and then I will reply to that question in workplace chat so that I'm reinforcing the behavior that I want them to take. Perfect. Um, sometimes we have a lot of people in, in our chats. Uh, we have um, in our company chat, we have over 50 people. We probably have near almost 100 people in that company chat. We have 50 plus people almost in the team chat, You know, 20 to 30 in the admin chat. That can get really noisy um, with some common replies that people do, right? The okay, the thank yous. What what have you implemented? And I know this is a pet peeve of yours, and so it's always fun to see when someone does this. What what do you not allow, or what do you discourage um, in those in those chats? This is also why I hate Android. So, what's beautiful, like on an iPhone, if somebody sends a message and you like the message you can literally like double tap it and hit the thumbs up button acknowledging that you like the message but without having to put an extra message in there so it just keeps it attached to that one um, same thing within workplace chat if somebody sends something and i want to acknowledge it like yeah that was a that's that's great that's right cool um, i can give it a thumbs up i can give it a sm uh, sad face i can give it a mad face a wow face a thumbs up a thumbs down like i can give it a reaction without having to put another message into the chat because that's the biggest problem is if you start having people like okay great that's awesome yes woohoo wait yeah like those are so many unnecessary chats in there that it what does is it pushes the actual question or message off the screen and nobody even knows what the hell everybody's reacting to anymore so whether it's on an iphone or it's on a workplace chat or facebook messenger all of those you can just hold down on the message and then it'll pop up whatever reaction you want to make and that will stop you from having another message, another message, another message. It just attaches it to the existing one as a reaction, makes life 
a lot easier. Um, and it's despite all of the reminders, people still screw that one up on the regular. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, also, one of the things that we're utilizing even more now, we just spent quite a bit of time on our last meeting talking about this. Talk a little bit about um, how we talk or invite people to events and yeah. how we utilize Workplace. Yeah, so the thing that I do like in Workplace, especially versus um, Slack, is that we can make event pages, just like you're familiar with event pages on regular Facebook. Well, within Workplace, I can make event pages where I can have images, right, so you can see what the hell I'm talking about. We can put all the details of the event, the time it starts, the time it ends. We can have a whole description, and then we can have conversations around that event as well for all the people that are going to be attending that event. So I love that because we have a lot of events, right, between team meetings or you know, kicking Dan Beer's ass in a game of <laughs> kickball or whatever, you know, things that we have going on, like we need to promote the different events that are going on. And so the fact that there's an event section in Workplace, that's a huge plus. Um, there's a knowledge library in there. So some of the things we started doing is aggregating all of the uh, resources around like working with buyers. So we have like the buyer consultation uh, slide deck in there, the actual questionnaire that the buyer fills out, the images for our buyer process, the videos for our buyer process, like all of those in one place. So it's easy for the agents to find it. Same thing for sellers, same thing for the different, you know, vendors that we work with. We like, here's all the information about doing the, the home light programs. Here's all the information about doing these programs. Right? We can have those all in one place. Before we end this love fest of workplace, what don't you love about workplace? What are some of the negatives? Um, so we were just talking about events. The one thing I don't love is that the events aren't synced up with Google Calendar. So we have to first make the event page in Workplace, and then we also have to make an event in Google Calendar. So I don't like that those two aren't synced because Facebook and Google are huge competitors with each other, and they don't like to uh, cooperate. They don't like to play nice. I wonder if there's a zap you can do. I should look into it. I'd love that. So that's one. The other one that Slack does that Workplace doesn't is... You can have a, a, somebody can make a, a chat, we'll call it, and then you can have people respond to that chat and it can make it a threaded conversation. So it kind of like sidebars it only to the people that want to stay in it. Whereas with Workplace, which works just like iPhone, is I could go find a message somebody sent and I can long press and reply to that. So you know the, that my response is to the, this particular question but still, you might have two or three of those going at once, and it's all in one linear thread, where on Slack, it'll actually slide it over to the side, and we kind of have a sidebar conversation as opposed to a, a linear conversation where there could be three separate conversations happening all in the same row. I love that Slack will slide it off to the side, and we can have a threaded conversation. Um, so that's a that's a big one, right? As you start to have more and more people, the conversations get really noisy. Um, so that would be like, that's a big thing that Slack does have the advantage on and the integrations with mm -hmm. Slack. It's just so easy to integrate from virtually everything. Slack is the most integratable system that's out there um, where Workplace has some integrations, but it's much more limited. One of the things, and you mentioned that you liked it, but I, I have a problem with it at times. We don't want someone to give a thumbs up in the conversation. Um, because you just have 38 thumbs up all the way. Is right, not an actual it. thumbs up chat. I just want you to react yes. using the thumbs up That reaction. being said, I don't love that when there's a reaction, it doesn't always notify me. 
or I don't know, and I think it does that on purpose because if you have 50 people thumbs up, that's a lot of notifications. But a lot of times I'll, I'll ask you something, hey, you good with this? And you'll react to it. I only know when I go back and go to ask you again, I go, oh shit, he already said yes, but I didn't know you said yes. So that's a, so I actually like the thumbs up in small groups. Um, you know, if Tom asks me a question, I can thumb up, thumbs up the, the, send a message with the thumbs up so that way he can get a reaction. But in large groups, it really sucks. Makes sense. So I, I think it's funny when Kyle's like, don't do this. I'm like, and I talk to the media team, like, we can still do it in here, though. We're, we're good here. <laughs> doesn't um, it, it doesn't, like, notify you, but doesn't it keep the conversation bold so you know there's, like, something that happened? I don't think so. But, again, I also run it on my phone and my um, computer. Check. We're going to so. check right now. We're going to see about this, Mr. Kochi. Let's see. Uh, where's a conversation with you? <laughs> I haven't talked to you in chat down, in a down, while. Down, 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 down. Okay. We're doing a live demo. So he's finding me on Workplace. He should have thumbs up on a post. So Does that show up? So no notification here. Okay. But if you go into Messenger, will it not push it to the top? Did you do it on you and I's personal one? Yes. Uh, yeah, the one that you and I are on. Mm. Okay. You're you're pinned at the top, which is why you're oh, up there. Okay. But it doesn't do bold or anything. Oh, so screwy because you did it in a pinned conversation. It's cool. There's there's yeah. None of these are perfect. Yeah. That's one thing. I think this is important, whether it be this or any tech. Um, sometimes you can get to a point where you're like, oh man, it doesn't have this. All right, we got to find another solution. <laughs> and then you'll go find, look at Slack and you'll like, I love 90% of Slack. There's 10% that I don't love. So I'm like, all right, well, let's go for another. Now you got Microsoft Teams. Well, let's go do demo all that. Oh, well, it's like 92%. Okay, well now let's go look at this new Google solution. Oh, this one's like, oh, this one's actually worse. Like you're never going to find one that's perfect. You just got to figure out what, you know, are the deficiencies something you could live with? Yep. And we, we had to make a choice between Slack and Workplace. And to me, the ease of use of Workplace was the difference maker. I can deal with some of the, the deficiencies yeah. because I have the adoption. And to me, when it comes to tech, the most important thing to me is that I get adoption. Tech is worthless if nobody uses it. And I, that's my thing with Slack is that it's, I think it gets underutilized because it's a little bit confusing to most people, self-included. Um, even though I've used it for a couple of years with companies that require it, it's still confusing to me. Me too. And so if it's, I mean, you and I are, I would like to consider us in the upper tier of, you know, tech savviness. And it and drives if me you crazy and I when still, I can't figure it out. <laughs> if you and I still struggle with this at our level, right? Imagine that for somebody who is at the entry level when it comes to tech savviness. Like that's my thing. And so that's, I think, a great place to end it is that at the end of the day, when you're looking for solutions, You've got to focus on user adoption being the number one most important thing. If does not matter if it's got all the freaking features in the world, if nobody's using it, it's worthless. Yep. Cool. That was a good place to wrap that. So uh, if you are getting value out of the show today, if you are watching on YouTube, make sure to hit the thumbs up button, let YouTube know you're enjoying the show. Also hit the subscribe button and notification bell so you get notified of future episodes of the show. And if you are listening on a podcast platform, make sure to hook us up with a review on there. We will dive into our widget of the week here in a minute. But before we do, if you have a question you want to have answered on a future episode of the show, you can always go to thewhistleway.com. 
you can ask us questions on there. You can subscribe to the podcast and YouTube channel, join our referral network and email newsletter, and get details on our Media Mayor Mastermind course, both the online and in-person version, uh, which hopefully we'll have a date coming soon. Cool. Thewhistleway.com. Yep. All right, Brian, what's your widget? My widget, as we talk about technology, um, I wanted to make my home a little smarter. Um, and this has been a little pain point of my home since we moved in, uh, was messing with our garage door opener, the, the motor itself. Um, I, again, got super frustrated. I bought a universal remote control. I just wanted a pin pad on the outside. I bought one, didn't work for this one. So I returned it, bought a different one, still didn't work. And people go, I can help you figure it out. I'm like, bro, I spent an hour, and if I can't figure it out in an hour, I don't want to play with it anymore. So I forgot to return that one, and it sat in my, my toolbox for... A year. You have a toolbox? I, I do. It's Ooh. actually it actually looks pretty good. Chess is over there laughing. <laughs> um, so th- that actually kind of flows into this well. Um, I bought a new garage door motor, and I watched two YouTube videos on how to replace a garage door opener in 15 minutes, and uh, I was sorely mistaken. My plan was to take the garage door motor down and put the new one up. And when I opened the box, all I thought was in the box. There was a rail and a belt and nuts and bolts. Um, so forget this. So I tried for 35 minutes to try and put it in the same spot. It didn't work. So I, I quickly called my friend and said, Peter, I fucked up. I need your help. I sorely underestimated my, my abilities. And four hours later, I have a functional, functional garage door. So I went with the Chamberlain. I don't know exactly the model one, um, but it has, it's Wi-Fi enabled. It has the MyQ app. Um, and the cool thing about this is I can open and close this uh, remotely from my phone. I can put it to where, hey, every time at this time, automatically close the garage door. We've been known to leave ours open from time to time. Um, and I can also have it close when I leave a geofenced area. So if I leave the house and I'm going to work, it'll automatically cl- close after that. So what I really, really wanted, they didn't have, I really wanted to be able to drive up and it opened the garage door. Um, so then I've been messing around with some if this and that stuff, but I haven't been able to figure it out yet. But anyways, Chamberlain garage door opener. Um, I was hoping this would be a good app f- to tell people like, hey, it'll take you 15 minutes. You can replace your client's garage door. Don't do that. Hire someone, pay them a hundred bucks to do it. and It'll be well worth your time, but I'm pretty happy with it That's now that it funny. works. <laughs> yeah. The MyQ and you can add the MyQ thing to an existing system. Um, so that doesn't like I moved into my new house and I added my cues on all the garage door openers So you don't have to buy a new garage door opener. You can add the my cue to it I think it's like 20 30 bucks. I, I And I knew that but with how this garage door opener worked with nothing Guardian was the brand yeah. literally no no I bought little triggers for it didn't work like nothing It only worked with Guardian so I gave it to the guy who's building me a playset right now. Well, building my four-year-old a playset. Say, so, hey, you want this? I don't know what to do with it. Uh, good stuff. Um, all right, cool. Well, what I'm going to do for my widget of the week is the thing we just talked about for <laughs> the last 27 minutes, which is Workplace by Facebook. You need it. Um, and again, it's affordable. It's four bucks a user. It's a no-brainer. If you are driving your team to regular Facebook, you are screwing yourself. If you're doing all of this via text messaging, you're screwing yourself, step it up, be a big boy, be a big girl, and get yourself with a system. Um, Workplace, again, Slack, Workplace, both are gonna have their pros and cons. Workplace is the jam for us, so Facebook 
workplace is my widget of the week. Cool. With that said, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Whistle Way podcast. See you next week.